All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. (laughs) The Three Nose Podcast. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Hello and welcome to the Three Notes Podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Mike. And I'm thirsty. So ah, a, well, there you go. Get uh, that in you. Uh, what do you got? <laughs> Bud Light Mango because you, you, I've only got one summer's be left and I want that for my second drink. Yeah, I was so. going to say, you definitely broke the in case of emergency <laughs> yeah, break glass. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to go exactly. I got a feeling. So, uh, but I'll force it down. Oh boy. Because it's, it's cold and wet. Get that in you. And, uh, take a deep breath. Take a plunge. You finish half the can, so you must. It's not horrible, yeah. But I think it'll get horrible if I let it sit too long. <laughs> I've got that feeling like like it's okay right now because it's cold. Because it's cold. That's as the key. soon as as soon as it starts to warm up, gets, I'm in trouble. Gets a little closer to room temperature, the bad times start <laughs> yeah. up. All yeah. Right. Well, I'm, I'm drinking facts amber. Facts Amber. Yeah. Is that a... Facts like a, beer from Denmark. Denmark. Yeah. Okay. Is it Viking on the can, so... craft or is it... Mm. Uh, no, it's imported. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, the Facts Facts has... I've seen three. that name. Yeah. So they have this Amber. They have a premium... Premium... Air quote, premium lager. And then they have a strong, which is a 10% <laughs> beer. And it's fucking awesome yeah yeah because it doesn't some strong beers have a really wine taste to them because because it's so strong because the alcohol content that that's probably why i don't like them at all yeah no i'm not a beer guy period we've well established that yep but the um the the stronger beer i've tried one one or two and not for me yeah no it the, the, you're right. I think it is gets into like a wine category. Yeah. The the facts strong keeps its beer notes and stuff like that. So it's I find of all the strong beers, that, <coughs> the strong beers that I have had, I like the facts strong the okay. most. Cool. So you have notes. Oh, and I have you, notes. You want to. Plow through some notes you I, got here. I have notes. I, I have I have stories. Um, I remember remember my achievement. Your achievement. I had texted you that I had achieved a new a new level. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember that now. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. As I said, I took a full load in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's that was how that message led off. Yep. <laughs> I, I smoked one entire cannon in one sitting. Look at you. You put it's, your big boy pants on and you became a next level stoner. <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, I'm not going to lie. It scares me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that you've leveled up? Yeah. 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 You it, knew this day was coming. I know. I know. So but, it uh, shouldn't be that much of a surprise. But. Fuck! It took me places. It, 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 it took me. It took me places, and I can tell you right now, I'm I'm almost to those same places tonight. Oh, look at you! <laughs> I, I went, and I, but I was only about eighty percent. Okay. So, but yeah, there, there, this like, 
I kind of got this like wave hit me. Okay. About probably about 60 seconds before I came in. Here? Yes. From just. Yes. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So this This, should be interesting. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, my vision went blurry. My hearing (laughs) went wah, wah, wah. Like, full on. Something hit me. I don't have a furry wall here. The closest <laughs> I have is that heavy bag over there and the dog upstairs. No, no. I think if I just try to focus on the notes, I okay. think we'll, we'll, we'll right. get through this. Can you see the notes? Um, it's it, it, it is it is there is a difficulty level here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to start with the story of Crystal's car. Oh no! Um, good, so, bad, otherwise. Uh, it, it's a good. It, it it does have a good ending. Okay. Um. So when Crystal got her new car, this 2013 Hyundai Santa Fe Sport, mm-hmm. she loves it. She calls it the Rat. Yep. And uh, <coughs> excuse me, the one thing she wished it had, but it didn't, was remote start. Yes. Okay. Especially so, coming into winter. Yes. She's like, I want remote start. I want remote start. I'm like, well, then go, let's go, go and do it. it. Yeah. So we went to Toonstress. Yep. Well, first I re- I uh, went on Tuesday's web- website and they have a request a quote button. Yes, and you just fill out the quick little survey of what you're looking for, yep. and they get back to you. Two weeks, I never heard nothing. Oh, so we went in there, and the guy looked at me. He didn't know he missed it. He, Don't whatever. Yeah, you look know, at your not, computer, dude. Not not a big deal. Yeah. Um. He he gives me the quote. Yeah, four hundred bucks. That's not bad. Four hundred bucks installed out the door. That's yeah. That's pretty good actually. Crystal's like, let's do it. And it'll be a separate little key fob thing. Yep, yep. It's it, it's a standalone remote, you know. Yep. So uh, she was, she said, "Let's go for it." While we were talking, mm-hmm. he talked about so when I and it was because of the remote thing. Yes, I'm like so so it's a separate remote. And he goes, yeah, you have the if they have it built in, it's like you you push like the part the the lock button three times or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tried that. Nothing yeah. happened. Okay. So we booked it. Her, she had an appointment for what would be next next coming Friday. Yes. Like this coming Friday. Yes. Okay. Two days after we set this appointment, Chris and I are leaving for work at the same time. Okay. It, it happens. Her schedule gets gets that way now. Yep. As she's walking, we're walking out and we, we she takes like three steps out the door. Her car beeps like she hit the lock, the unlock button. Okay. Okay. That's fine. She's unlocked the door. But then the headlight flash again and the car started. What? The car already the, has the auto ca- start? The car had it started. It she remote started the car. Wow. But she didn't know how. She doesn't know what she did. <laughs> oh. So, so now but, the process but, of but, elimination. But she did it. Okay. And what 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 do you do? What do you do? Hello, Google. Yeah, you try every you, combination. You hit up you hit up Google, and I tell you, I think it was within five posts. I had I had like two options. Yeah. Tried them both. Second one worked. Her so car you, has remote start. So you saved yourself four hundred bucks. Saved four hundred dollars. One because her Google car search. has remote so her <laughs> car has remote start. Now the only difference between what he would have put in mm-hmm. was <laughs> there would be a considerable longer range. 
Yeah. Now, so what we've determined, if she parks her car directly across from the house, she can get like, it. She can. She doesn't have to step out of the house. She can stand in the living room or the kitchen, and it'll and it'll work. It'll with reach. with mine, I can stand in my living room mm-hmm. as long as I'm not behind the tree. I can start my car from across the street. Okay. So, as, as I have to get a, a, from away from something that's blocking it. So. That would be roughly about the same distance. Yeah. So apparently that's that must be the common a common radius for Seems the like. manufacturer. Yeah. I install. Like if you have if I have a clear shot at my car like especially at the parking lot at work, I can get it. It, it seems like a farther distance. Okay, because it's it. There's, but nothing. it is hard to judge, right? right. So, so it, like you said, you it, need it like just, a range finder. <laughs> exactly. Just like just get a tape measure and start walking. Back my my boss, my boss was doing that this week in the warehouse. Oh yeah, he was measuring the the dimensions of the warehouse. Yes, using a laser measuring tape, oh. like a, 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 a laser. Measuring. How big is your warehouse? Uh, I can't remember the numbers, um, but he, so he had a list of the dimensions from the owner of the property. Yes. And Doug's go, doing this and he's, he's like, hit, he's like, the math doesn't add up. He's got more listed on here than what's actually in here. Uh Oh, and like Doug worked on this, I think for an entire day. He came. He kept coming back. He came back over the warehouse, measuring again and again. I swear, at least four times through the day, because he had and he was there for a good hour each time. Yeah, he had you doing all the work, so he could fuck around with a laser uh, rangefinder. All Doug's Doug's our boss. He does. He does whatever he does. But the fact that he could spend an entire day doing this because he was just that fixated that the math didn't add up. And he showed us the math. He was right. The math didn't add up. But I don't know. So all these extra times of him measuring, did he think the building was going to expand or shrink? I don't know. He just, it was almost, it was almost like he was like obsessed. Well, yeah. Okay, well, okay. The sun comes out at noon. Maybe the building would expand a little bit with the heat. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's when the property owner, the landlord, measured and was like, "Oh, there you go, like this." So maybe your building just got out of a cold shower, and there was a little bit of shrinkage. You never thought of that, did you? Uh, no, no. Well, so, you anyways, go. yes, we we saved four hundred dollars. Crystal's car's got remote start, and she's happy. You should have brought your car in for the remote start, then. Nah, I, I'm good. That's not the attitude. Uh, I have. You're about ready to spend it, anyways, uh, dude. What? I've been not very subtly at all. Not, I mean, no subtlety whatsoever. No. Subtly hitting to Crystal that I'd like to look to get a newer model Civic. Okay. I keep bringing it up every like week or so. Yeah. I'll just throw something out. Like I'll, I'll have the conversation and throw something out. Uh, uh, sugar mama, I need some new wheels. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. There you go. That's all I got to do. I, I just, I, I, I thought that one up, up there. a little bit more. And- oh, but in, in the not subtle whatsoever category, period, this morning, watching AEW, yeah. and I saw uh, when they uh, are at the end of the buy in. Yes. They, they showed the, the introduction of JR coming out. Yes. Okay. So I saw the, yeah, 
Jim F. and Ross. Oh, uh, the knocker established Nathan. Yeah, that whole yeah, yeah, varsity yeah. look, you know? And I'm like, I like that. ShopAEW.com. Long sleeve tee only comes in cardinal red. Yeah, well, because he's an Oklahoma guy. But lo- long, long sleeve tee, long, and I, I snapped that. Said it to Crystal, like she was awake. I could hear her from the bedroom. Yeah. And, and I threw that at her, and I'm like, "Yeah, uh, Christmas idea, three uh, X long sleeve t shirt." <laughs> it's either wink, this, wink. Yeah, it's either this or a new car, baby. So, <laughs> oh, I haven't thrown the car into the mix. I don't think I'm gonna do that. Do it. Nah. Do it. No, no. Because I'm, that- I'm still mulling the idea of uh, throwing the Tarask into the pool. <laughs> Did you ever find out how much that Tarask costs? Uh, no, but I thought Parker said it was like 350 but I'll have to, I'll, I'll, I will look it up. Cause, yeah, it's a Kickstarter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to look it up. Fucking, I'm going to look for it. You talk. <laughs> Keep talking. Okay, uh, next note. Uh, um, bah, bah, bah. ah, so that evening when I uh, took the full load, yes, um, you said, How high are you? Oh, yeah, and I said, Really high, and you sent me that video. That was awesome. Okay, that was trippy as all. fuck I know. I said, You yep. ended up calling me a jerk afterwards, too. Uh, yeah, hurt yeah, my, hurt because feelings because that hit me right at the peak. <laughs> Perfect, but it wore. It started to wear thin. Like I started to see through the fog. Okay, and try to enjoy the video for what it was. Yes, and then I started critiquing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so it was trippy video. Yes, it messed with me for a while, but the eight string guitar pulled me out of it. Well, that was something, wasn't it? Yes. Like, it, it, as soon as it popped up on the screen, and it popped up a lot. Yeah. It was like it was like one of those things that your brain just can't compute. No. You know, like an optical illusion. Yeah, I had a hard time with that one, too, because, like, and I'm, it was stone cold sober when I watched that video, and I'm just like, what's up with this guitar? And, I, like, then I started to count strings, and I went, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it just it, it totally pulled me right through, and then I, I and that was it. That that became the focal point. Um, I did like the song. Yeah, like I thought it was a really good rendition. Um, really dug the instrumentals. Um, I didn't care for the male singer. He he was he came in pretty weak compared to her. Well, okay, that when you, when you when you're looking at Violet Orlandi. You got to be a real strong singer coming in because yeah. she will knock you on your ass in a big hurry. And I'd seen that from her. I've seen something. I think she. I think pretty sure she did something with Leo before. Yeah. I know you sent me the one, but I think they did something else because I feel like I'd seen her once or twice before, and I I liked her. Yeah. Um. I really do good. I really do really get into the uh, good hard rock yeah. chick. You know. You know. Uh. Pretty reckless. Yeah, pretty reckless. Yep. I, I, I'm a big fan. Um, but for this song, for her, it was good. But I felt like she was holding back. Like I felt like there there was a, there there was one spot where there was going to be a big crescendo, and I felt like it just like it just she could have went further with it. 
Yeah, that was probably just an artistic choice. Yeah, so. I just and I again the the damn guitar had pulled me through, and I I just it that's what I saw. Um, yeah, it needed a little more edge compared to the image that we were seeing, like the story they were telling visually. Yes, the song wasn't quite jibing with it. Like it was, the frequency was just a little off. Yeah, they did. They did cover Hotel California. Yes, um, and they went really horror with it. Yes, at the climax of the song. Yes, but the music didn't quite match that. No, no, it, there were there was definitely a a disconnect between what they were want what they wanted to show and what they ended up playing like. I got that uh, not vibing with it well it looked cool and i knew you would kind of get freaked out yeah, by it, it so it, oh that definitely it definitely did <clears throat> okay so crystal and i both happen to have thursday off yes um, i had it off for the holiday my work my work recognizes remembrance day okay so uh i i had it off she had it off well if i'm off we didn't have any plans no i'm gonna wake and bake that's just my thing and I started watching AEW, like Dynamite from the night before. Yeah. So yeah, here we go. We're going. To, we're going to go AEW <laughs> because we got some, there's some stuff to talk about. Yeah. Okay. So Dynamite was a really good build up to Full Gear. All the bases were covered. You know, just every story moved that extra notch to get that last push in. You know. Well, they were definitely. Um they had stories that they were building up oh, yeah. and they had the uh, the long-term booking of hangman page yeah. to uh to fall back on and yes. and deal with <laughs> yeah. which they seem to have done in spades uh, so. yeah so now before we get i get into the meat meat and potatoes here um i got this off of uh what culture wrestling Yes. I, I'm a fan of a few of their different uh, programs. Uh, check them out on YouTube, folks, because if you're a wrestling fan, I think you'll get a kick out of them. Um, but they, somebody threw them a would you rather. Okay. And I thought, ooh, that's interesting. And I thought about it. I know my answer, and I think my logic is sound for my answer. Okay. So I'm, I will have to uh, confirm with you. Okay. So, and, but uh, would you rather take... A chop from Walter, a suplex from Lesnar, or a spear from Goldberg in his prime? Well, I will take the first two, and I would never wish the third one upon anybody because Goldberg was a piece of shit that hurt people uh, intentionally. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Um, I said, I, I would, if I had to pick one, the suplex. You think so? I think so. My thinking is Walter's chops. I feel like if, if he if full force, if I'm not properly trained and prepared, he's going to cave my chest in. Like I'm my entire chest cavity will just implode. No, I, I, I think I will. I've his chops are just, 
There's no way every single person can sell that damn good to that guy. Professional wrestling. I ah, no, those fucking hurt. Nobody can tell me otherwise. <laughs> Can't say that um, chops don't hurt, but it, it's <laughs> think about what you think about your option here. Well, like okay, I've experienced a chop from you. Yeah. That wasn't with any intention behind exactly. it. Exactly. Therefore, <laughs> he will he will just disintegrate me. All right. Um, you're less likely to get a back or neck injury off a chop than you would a suplex. I'm worried about instant heart arrhythmia. No. <laughs> I guarantee you, you'd be fine. I- I'm not. I'm. I'm I, I can't take that guarantee. Um, I and then the spear from Goldberg, like you said. Yeah, I hear people. Yeah, I just. I, I feel like that's just a, a spinal injury waiting to happen. Well, yeah, the, you know, with, with the fact that Goldberg was so unsafe and so unprofessional, like you might not have gotten a spinal injury out of it. Knowing him, you probably could have like blown a shoulder or a knee out somehow, some way. Okay, so. You uh, did, you I'm, I'm, I'm just you thinking had, the, his matches never got that far. No, no. But he. This is also the dude that retired Bret Hart off yeah. a kick to the head after Bret said, "Don't kick me in the head." And the first thing Goldberg did was kick him in the fucking head. So I've got no use for Bill Goldberg. Yep. So I I, I hear you one hundred percent. But I just feel like. Of those three options, the suplex is the one that might hurt the least. Because if I'm right, the taking of the maneuver is mostly just your body weight. You just got to, you know, if you can make it land on a flat bump, like it's the least, it's the least painful option. Okay, Jay. Jay. But I know there's factors that I'm not aware of in that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I don't know if my assessment is correct. From a professional position okay of all those things that you could potentially take and take the least amount of damage out of take the chop i think i understand where you're going i think i understand where you're going from a professional position all i have to do is stand there all you are doing is standing there putting your chest out and letting a dude whack you in the chest yeah, now that I think about the logistics. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I was not comparing the the type of impact. No, you were not. I was not. Let's, so, let's okay. think about, yes. let's, let's break down the physics involved with this. Okay. So, you're standing there. I I am portraying Walter. Mm-hmm. I rear back. I uh, My chest is getting back. warm. Right. <laughs> And I swing my hand. As, even if I swing it as hard as I can, there's only a finite amount of movement okay, and impact you're going to okay, take. Okay, stop. What's that? Stop. <clears throat> but Bro- Brock Lesnar is known for the German suplex. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. All right. Now, what you don't know about the German suplex, what makes your life safer is where I hook my hands. Oh, okay. So, in this scenario, you being you, me playing Brock Lesnar, taking you to Suplex City, I come up and say, 
I like Jason. I hook you around the waist. Why do I hook you around the waist? When I bridge backwards to do the suplex, more of your back gets exposed. You land more on your back. Okay. Now, if I don't like you, I hook my hands up high on your chest. Ah. Uh, okay. Less of your back gets exposed and more of your neck and back of your head. Yeah. Do you think spreading out your Im- the weight on, of the impact across more of your back or less of your back is better for you? Oh, definitely more back. Right. Yes. So you would want. Yeah. To take that on as much of as your as on as much of your back as possible, not your neck. So I I can I can explain my confusion. Yes, my because I was thinking wrong suplex. What were you thinking? I was thinking a standard vertical. No. Yeah, I know. I know that why my that's where my brain goes. That's when you hear I hear suplex, I go there. I I need to hear German, yeah, in order to equate German suplex. Well, okay, J- it, Brock Lesnar is that's what he does is the German suplex. I didn't put that together. I just nine, nine times out of ten. I just yeah, I brain fart when I pothole think, whatever when I, you want to call it. when 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 I'm thinking Brock Lesnar suplex city. Yeah, it's okay German suplex. I, my brain wasn't going there. Yeah, I just I I, I am washed in. I know. I got you. And I forgot what suplexes he was throwing people right. out of in that rumble. No. Like, even even a vertical suplex, you can change it into a brain buster very, yeah. very fast. Yeah. I and, understand the difference there. Yeah. And even then, it, it's no fun. Well, no. Of course not. No. So, take the chop. I get that. As a, as I a, get as that. A yeah, I officially, I officially have that, changed my answer. As, as a professional courtesy, I'm telling you... <laughs> <laughs> Which, as as a civilian, uh, it's going to sting your chest a little bit. Uh, More than a little bit, but yeah, oh yeah, I, I okay. That it will. What what's going to sting less? A little little slap in the chest, or yeah. your uh, oh yeah, possible you know paralyzation. Yes, from yeah, your, the cervical down. Yeah, exactly. So take the chop. Okay, there. <laughs> the, that goes the, on a t shirt. Just take the chop. Just take the chop. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Ding. Yeah, there you go. Um okay, AEW. AEW. Um I haven't watched this yet because you didn't bring a copy over for me. I'm sorry, dude. Sorry, dude. And here I was thinking we're friends. Yeah. Well I I'm about to go Walter all over <laughs> your fucking chest. Oh fuck. Through that uh, fucking cub shirt. So <laughs> so AEW. Um, <laughs> so starting with, uh, on dynamite with the announcement, well, first they had the match Rocky Romero mm-hmm. of new Japan chaos stable yep. taking on junior, junior heavyweight and junior heavyweight. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, taking on Brian Danielson. Yes. Which leads to the commentators talking and showing us a backstage segment where Rocky Romero says he just got off the phone with the chief. And Okada himself has invited the best friends stable to join Chaos. I just couldn't think the world can get weirder somehow, some way. Yeah. 
which they keep talking about the forbidden door. Well, that forbidden door just got knocked off the hinges. That, yeah, I think what totally knocked it off the hinges was the collapse of Ring of Honor. Yeah. The collapse of Ring of Honor just has thrown a lot of choice fish into the water. Yep. As we saw it with the signing of Jay Lethal. Yep. I was really surprised because I thought Jay Lethal um, had more cachet with Impact. Yeah, well, because he's got history yeah, there. He's got, he's got a lot of history. That's where he impact. did the Black Machismo. Right. But it kind of makes sense that he would go to AEW because they're the hot thing right now. And he's got a lot of friends in AEW. So he's going to go play in that pool for a little bit. It's a, it's a bigger platform for Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. And it's a smarter move business-wise for Jay Lethal to go to AEW because peep now he's realistically he's getting close to the back end of his career. Yep. And he's going to get better safer matches with the caliber of people that are going to AEW. Yeah. So I, I I like it. I, I I've been a, a bit of a fan of Jay Lethal. I've, I've seen some a lot of stuff from him. So and who knows? Will we get a little bit of Black Machismo? Uh, or do you think that's totally played out? I think it's played out. I think I uh, the only way that happens again is if Flair does show up to AEW. Really? Really? Okay. And then. You can see because those two had just a ball, okay, with their woo off, I guess. Okay, so they can they can do that again. I don't. Just as, I just don't want to see Flair wrestle. No, I uh, don't. No, no. He, he's he's going to go and do the the Tully Arn thing. He's going okay. to manage, and if for whatever strange reason. Charlotte does finally get fired from the WWE. She does land in AEW. I guarantee you, Flair is going to be managing Andrade and Charlotte. And they're, they're like, it's going to be a Flair for the gold all over again. And those, those three are going to ride high. And it's, it's going to be like, Ric Flair is going to do the craziest, wildest Ric Flair promos ever if he gets into AEW and he's dealing with Andrade and his daughter. Yeah. So Flair, I guess for whatever, like Ric Flair loves Andrade and Andrade loves Rick. So they just, they have a great time together. So you put Ric Flair in front of, well, you can't call it a new audience, but a new-ish audience, yeah, and he's just going to go fucking hog wild. Oh, yeah, so. and people will eat it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, Ric Flair without restrictions and, like, able to cut his own promos and stuff like that, Pfft, go ahead. Give Ric Rick, Rick, Rick Flair and, a live mic and see what happens. And just, just that one moment, that one moment alone of the three horsemen yep. standing together. Yep. Come on. Okay, but here here's where it gets really crazy. Bray Wyatt, uh, his name is Wyndham Rotunda. That's his real name. Yeah. Bray Wyndham. Still out there somewhere. Oh, shit. Oh. I believe. So what is 
stopping Bray Wyatt coming in like that, bringing Barry Windham in. I I don't know if he's still alive. I gotta check. Yeah, so, I can't. I can't for the life of me remember. Uh, that's uh, to the dead wrestler machine. <laughs> I, I know there's there's probably a couple of people going, yeah, you fucking idiot. You just. <laughs> um, so I decided to watch the buy-in. Yeah. Okay. Which was a long, just the the full re- recap yes. of every storyline. And then it had they had like one little promo bit with uh, that De- Deontay Martin. Yes. And the the acclaimed. Um, and then they did. They had a match with uh, Nyla Rose. Barry Windham is alive. He is alive. Yes. Okay. So wherever he's at, yeah, maybe if he's up to it, you know. They they, they did say he was semi-retired in the one. Oh, okay. So, so he's probably just making appearances and stuff like that. Then, which would fucking perfectly slot him into. Well, yeah. So when's the last time all four horsemen and to me, that is the best iteration of the four horsemen. That's that is my first iteration that I ever saw. Yeah. I've, I've seen when they had Oli, when, when they started with Oli and coming up and then when they play, then Wyndham replaced Oli, I was like, Oh, okay. yeah. I see. I never yeah. saw Oli. I didn't learn about Oli until much, much later. Yeah. No, Oli was just miserable. He makes me look fucking cheerful. <laughs> I That's not a word of a lie, man. <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard stories. Yeah. So. That's kind of, no, kind of legendary for Oh, Oli. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say, AEW's editing for their recap stuff mm-hmm. is Freaking masterful, masterful work. Like that used to be a, a hallmark of WWE. Their vignettes and that kind of thing, and everything has fallen way off. Well, and well, AEW is picking up that ball and they're running hard yeah. because that th- this show that I watched it worked because they didn't tell just one story. Here's the whole story. Here, okay, here's the next one. No, they would tell half of it mm-hmm. and then do another one. And then do and then do start doing the second parts. How do you, how do you make people it built keep, it perfectly? Keep tuning into your show. Yeah, they well they're doing it right. Yeah. So just, you you don't give away everything all at once. You make them keep tuning tuning back in to get the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. Now I don't have a lot of notes from Full Gear because I really wanted to focus yes. and, and enjoy yes. it. And I will say that. Every match was a good or better. Like it was a really solid show. I I struggled to say of a standout moment though, too much. Other than the the two year culmination of the storyline that uh, yeah, like to any of them really. Like there's no, I'm not unhappy with it. It, it was a, a good show. Yeah, yeah. Just I don't know. Something felt it feels a little off, and it might be just how the actual climax of the main event happened. 
Like I just it something feels slightly off about it. I'll tell you one thing that you didn't know about the main event. Okay. Kenny Omega's hurt. That does explain it. Yeah. Because I'm because I I was thinking to myself like it just felt like with the finish like that was that an injury? No, he was hurt going into the match. He's okay. been hurt a lot. His shoulders are fucked. Okay. So, he he has to take some time off to get his arms uh Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That does a kind of explain it then, I think. Yeah. Uh, um because I'm thinking Well, okay, I'm just jumping right to that main sure. event. Okay. Hard ass match. Like it it had everything you would have expected from them. There was a little bit of shenanigans with Don Callis and all, but for the most part it was just a really Good match. They beat the hell out of each other. Um, no one winged angel from Omega. I did see that clip actually. Okay. So, so now, but you realize Omega now has the title of being the only man to have kicked out of the one winged angel. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he's going to kick out of his own move. And how, how dare you insinuate somebody else would ever be able to kick out of that move? It, it's the, um, that's the fucking God move of pro wrestling right now, <laughs> and nobody is allowed to kick out of it, <laughs> except Kenny except Omega. Kenny. <laughs> um, yeah, but I just feel like that's like the, uh, well, of course he knows how to get out of the submission hold. It's his submission hold. Yeah. You know, it's kind of the striker's what version. Oh, was that? That box, I think. Oh, Okay. Whatever's in there, whatever it was, it had a little weight to it. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That that's that uh a DGI gimbal, hand gimbal uh, thing. Okay. So it's fine. Uh, earthquake? Uh probably bad balancing on my part. Uh, I was I, I think I, I jenged that into a position to open up the fridge. <laughs> <sighs> oh well. What are you gonna do? Uh, I don't know. Get back um, on your rant about Kenny Omega. Okay. That's not a rant. You were ranting. Um, no. So, yeah, so the the, the finale is, is going on. Um, Buckshot, Lariat, Kenny Ducks, referee gets hit. Of course. Okay. Audrey Edwards or? Uh, no. No, a dude. I can't okay. remember. I can't remember who it is. Aubrey Edwards does come down. Yes. Okay. But, I, that, I asked because the the clips that I had seen, she was in the ring at this point. She time. came down when the first ref got taken. Ah, okay, okay. Because, you know, he ain't getting up. No, I mean, fuck, dead. <laughs> um, Tier two god mo- god move right there. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, these refs, sometimes they take the worst bumps, you know? <laughs> Poor they're, guys. They're just normal humans, Jason. <laughs> they're just normal humans. Um, Not meant to take that kind of beating. So, uh, of course, some shenanigans with Omega, low blow, I think, in there somewhere. Yeah, smoke and mirrors. Yep, no one winged angel. Did not get there. No, I don't think. Not as I recall. I don't know. No, he never did hit it. No, he never he, did he, hit it. He did pop him up to it, but yeah. he uh, Paige slid out the back. Yes, yes. Uh, so he never did hit it on him. And then uh, the Bucks come out. Okay, but they don't interfere. Did they throw Kenny under the bus? They don't interfere. And then. Uh, He's going for the buckshot lariat on one side, and there's Nick. Okay. 
and uh, Nick's just looking up at him, and he's looking, and just and Nick doesn't move to stop him. He goes for the buckshot, but I think Kenny ducks or something. Yeah. Um. So he not he waffles him again, takes him down, goes to the other side, go for the buckshot again. Yep. There's Matt. Matt actually, I believe, took a small step back and nodded a little bit. Ah, okay. Buckshot lariat. One, two, three. I just thought it was odd that it ended with a buckshot lariat. I don't see the buckshot lariat as a finisher. It's Paige's finisher. I thought the dead eye was his finisher. Oh, okay. I always thought the dead eye was his finisher. Because, like, well, at least uh, one of the, his first match in for AEW, which was at their first very first pay per view, mm-hmm. was the uh, he did the dead eye off the ladder. Yep. Well, okay, that's. But I get off. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But still, I, that's why I thought the dead eye was his finisher. Nope. Okay. Shot Laird's his finisher. Okay, I thought that was a setup. Honestly. Nope. Okay, my mistake. Yep. So then it makes sense. It certainly does. <laughs> just, but the thing with the Bucks, though, that was weird. It just it was weird. Yeah, but um, I think him and Kenny. I think there was like blatantly on camera. You can see like "I love you, brother" or something like that. Like, um, you know, they didn't do the they didn't do a heartfelt thing together. But no. you know, but did you see the celebration afterwards? No, no, no. Okay, so spoilers: Paige beats Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Standing in the ring with the the AEW heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dark Order came out. I did. Dark I Order. did see that. Yeah, the wholesomeness of of that. Yeah. So I, that that was kind of heartwarming. Yeah, yeah. That that the Dark biggest Order group, thing. The is biggest just, group of fucking misfits takes the the biggest misfit damn, under their wing. They're the oddities. Yeah. Come on, can't say that. No, somebody's gonna get sued. Oh, okay. Yep. So but, let's call them misfits. But. The I, no, can't call them the misfits I, because the band the misfits will sue you into oblivion. You can just call them misfits. Yeah, you're all right. Maybe. No, no. Let's yeah, just fine. call them Dark Order. Okay, <laughs> let's just call them Dark Order. Yeah, we can do that. It's it's safer that way. Yeah, so the Dark Order comes out. <laughs> I do like the. Uh, I, I I do I, I do like John Silver. <laughs> he he makes me ch- he's like a, a new Santino Morella for me. He makes me chuckle. Tell you this right now. When I see John Silver, I see Carney. Oh, absolutely. They got the same fucking energy. <laughs> absolutely. So and you know that, that have you seen the whole budge thing with Cole? No. He's calls he calls Adam Cole Budge. Budge. <laughs> and they at Dark Order took down the Super Click at one point. Yeah. And they did the, uh, or no, th- yeah. Uh, Ren- Reynolds and uh, Silver knocked the Bucks out of the way and gave Adam Cole a kiss. Mm-hmm. But it, it was S- Silver and Reynolds. They took that image. They made a t shirt. Th- and it's like it's something about Budge forever. Oh. <laughs> like, Silver gets an idea. He will drive it into the ground until people like it. Yeah. That that was his thing on BTE. It started to wear thin on me, yeah. but to see it on that level, like, okay, he guy's doing something right. Yeah, he knows he's, his spot. He's he's just rolling with it. Those guys, like I said, if you, if you know your spot, 
you take every shot that you when you get on camera, uh-huh. shoot every shot that you think and, you can take. So. And especially with a group like them, because yeah. you know that's a heel stable. Supposedly. And at some point, right now, they're still riding off the loss of Brody Lee. Yeah. You know, and and that's perfectly fine. It's it's endearing, and they are entertaining. Yes. And there's more talent under a couple of those masks than we've been allowed to see or been able to see. Yeah. As we saw, particularly, I don't know if you heard about it, but the match with Kenny Omega versus Five. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. This guy apparently almost pinned Kenny in a small rinky-dink match somewhere mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. and it went viral. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's just the thing right there. It, it's, it gives you the idea that everything matters because you don't know when somebody's going to catch somebody. And you know what I find really interesting about that? Is the fact that Kenny was there at that small indie? Why place. not? It just—I would not have expected that from Hulk Hogan. Used to do house shows, so it's just a matter of was that a, was, was that an AEW house show? Uh, no, I thought it was just a, like a small promos pro, promotion somewhere. Some small promotion came up with a bunch of money. I just, I just to, to see that that just. It's really surprised Rick me. Rick Flair. Rick Flair, when he was NWA champion, traveled the fucking world getting getting beat by local champions and doing the dusty finish and walking away with he would go holy everywhere. AEW is the is new NWA. Exactly. They're doing the old they're going the old school indie route. Mm-hmm. It's a s I've already said it's a super indie. Yeah. That's holy so, fuck. That's yeah. It's, it's a super indie that and, and that's working. Yeah, it's it's working yeah. huge. And again, that forbidden door gone. Well, I said you have these outside these outside promotions, especially foreign promotions. They are trying. Everybody's trying to get a foot in the American market. Triple A and uh. New Japan, those guys. Like, New Japan has got an American presence already. Yes. It's not huge. No. But. Because the, their, the TV deal is very small. Right. So, you attach a couple guys like Ishii and Okada. You, you, go, you send them to AEW, the arguably the hottest thing in professional wrestling in the last couple of years. Yes. You get those guys, your top guys out there and everybody falls all over themselves uh-huh. for your two guys. And that starts to get a bunch of new eyes on new Japan, triple a, those things. Yeah. So you get, a, you get the top guys from those outside promotions coming into AEW. Omega or has already said that he there's a couple guys in AAA that he desperately wants to wrestle. Okay. Now Omega is now being is probably going to be separated from the Super Click. Makes him an independent mm. uh persona in inside AEW, allowing him to pursue some of these vanity dream matches. Mm-hmm. So with without the outside influence of the super click and stuff like that. So when 
and we have the Bucks and Cole. Basically, that is that is the new shape of the Bullet Club, the elite, yeah. super click. So Omega gets pushed out. Cole and the Bucks go crazy. They become the new de facto faction of uh, choice, mm-hmm. and away you go. So, and you know, with Bobby Fish being there, yeah. he, they could always pull him in. Yep, I, I don't see them pulling Bobby Fish in. I see they keeping. I see them keeping him as a fucking hitman. That's okay, loosely associated to the Super Click, but they'll never hand him a T-shirt and say "Welcome aboard, Bobby Fish" kind of thing. Okay, they. they I would see them keeping him at arm's reach. All right, and then. You, he that allows the super click to Ooh. make him the hitman. If they do that, they string that for a while. Right. Eventually, he gets fed up with being their exactly. little attack dog. That's a built-in angle. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Right. Yeah, see, I'm starting to. I'm, I told you, headband. I sometimes right. I start seeing the the matrix. <laughs> and I told you, twenty five years. In the biz, I I can see where the the, the writing on the wall sometimes. Um, what else you got? Uh, I I'm really interested. I'm starting to catch on that AEW is uh, following in uh, New Japan's programming style. Okay, they're right. starting to do the uh, like two single separate singles opponents going out uh, like tag match yeah, leading yeah. up to their ma- main yeah, match. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah, they're starting to do that more. Yeah, well, that's. That's an easy way to do. Yeah. So. It, it's smart. Yeah. And, you know, the Fed heart doesn't do it all that often anymore. No. Uh, all Japan, old All Japan would do trios matches. Okay. And you could actually, you, you would have, say, uh, Kawada is going after Misawa. You can have this trios match and through bullshit. Kawada pins Misawa in that trios match. Uh-huh. And people are going like, oh, he can beat him. I was like, mm, no, you you missed the shenanigans part yeah. leading up to. Yeah. So you get a like a, a Mikey Whitbreck situation. Right. Right. <laughs> so it it's a great way to build the anticipation of that match. Yeah. And you you just like like just oh he he had him. He got him. He got him. I saw that man lay across that other man for three seconds and get his hand raised. Yep. So the New Japan commentators are really good at pointing out. Yeah, they got the advantage. They've got the they got the head of steam. Yep. You yep, know, they're yep. really good at promoting that part of it. Yes. So yeah, it, and it works. So mm-hmm. why not? Um, I was a little annoyed. Um. This is the only, like I only have two other notes for from the whole show. Okay. Um, I will say Punk Kingston. Okay. Punk got a little brutal at the end. And there's two pictures I saw that one. Both pictures is Punk is covered in blood. Punk, the Punk, Punk didn't get uh, cut. Did get a busted open, whatever. Yeah. But uh, he just he kept waffling, friggin'. Uh, Kingston at the end, yeah, and I, I think it was two go to sleeps. <laughs> well, um, 
Kingston did get injured in that match. Oh, that so wouldn't surprise me. But uh, but Punk tried to shake his hand and Kingston walked away. Yeah, of course. You know, um, the Britt Baker Ty Conti match. Mm, Yes, you were talking about this last night. Like it was, it was a good match. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your your Britt Baker is just awesome. And you know, spoiler, she won the match. You know, with, <laughs> and, and kind of a, a surprise, a, 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 a surprise thing there. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but it was it was a really good match. Yeah. Uh, I I think I like Ty Conti. Um, I I definitely like her appearance. I will say that. Wow, uh, dirty old man. Yes, I am. Um, but 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 they did a spot that pissed me off a little bit. Whoa. And I know it shouldn't because it's not my place, but you talk about protected moves. Yes. Okay. And there's not many. One wing angel. That's, that is the only one? Buckshot there. <laughs> well, I put another one in there just because of who does it and like when he does it. Yeah. Okay. Gotch style power driver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ty Conti hit that on Britt Baker, and that was not a finish. Uh, that's not. Uh, that pissed me off a little bit. Well, to be fair, nine times out of ten, when Suzuki hits the Gotch style pile driver, he doesn't hit the Scott the Gotch style pile driver. Gets kicked out, or something happens. I I, I get that, but there's yeah. something about the Gotch style pile driver. Like to me, that's just like to me that's. One of the worst ones. That one and the uh, package pile driver that uh, Chase Owens uses. Yes. Both of them. Just because of the way the body is already half folded before you drop. like It just looks nastier to me. Yeah. Okay. Optics matter. Yeah. So, So, yeah, it just, it bugged me to see that used in that match. And it wasn't a finish. Now, like, was it like uh, <clears throat> a close? Yeah, like a close to a finish. It was. It was, it was a. It was a two and a half. It was a two and a half. That's fine. That's fine. If she doesn't use it all that often, well, I don't even know if she's ever used it before. Right. I, right. I don't know. But if, if if she doesn't use it all that often, she they can explain it off by saying, "Oh, she didn't get all of it." That kind of thing. Yeah, I, there wasn't any of that. It just she just. Britt Baker's just that good, damn good. Okay, <laughs> there was there's guys in Ontario. The fucking minute the match, there asked Copeland about this. Some dude hit Tim Copeland with a fucking Death Valley driver one minute into the match. Wow, yeah, way to way to save some in the tank there, right. dude. And then and then. Proceeded to give a guy a burning hammer right after the Death Valley driver. Kenta uh, Kobashi has used the the burning hammer maybe ten times. That the burning hammer is Kenta Kobashi's god killer move. <laughs> and this fucking dude used it two minutes into a match and then kept on doing shit. Fuck. To Copeland's credit, he took the move and rolled out and hid under the ring for five minutes, <laughs> selling the selling the move. Wow, that 
Yeah. That's how dumb some people are. That defies logic. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I, I could fill a fucking phone book full of logic-defying stuff that happens in wrestling matches. Um, okay. Uh, and I'm a thick phone book, too, like New York City. Okay. Not one of those little tiny bitty ones. All right, then. Big goddamn bulletproof one. Okay, then. Damn it. I got you. Fucking uh, greenhorn pieces of shit fucking doing moves. Just uh, <laughs> I saw it on Fire uh, Fire Pro. It's fucking awesome. Lucha Bros versus FTR. Okay. What a fun fucking match, dude. Lucha yeah. all over the place. Lucha all over the place, but fucking FTR, man. Like, I figured out what FTR are. Like, they FTR were genetically created. Okay. <laughs> they took the wrestling DNA of Arn and Tully. All right. But splashed in a, 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 a healthy dosing of edging Christian antics. Which makes sense because FTR are best friends with Edge. It makes perfect sense. So, uh, so you've got the in-ring workability of Arn and Tully with you know. with FTR. Like, come on, they 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 look like clones almost. For all intents and purposes, yes. <laughs> and uh, but then they're they're just that right amount of playful and silly and goofy, and you got the charisma of Edge and Christian, you're right? So. I mean, the fucking did the conquistadors get the gimmick. Come on. Not the conquistadors. He well, got sued doing the conquistadors. <laughs> whatever. Los Superanas. Los Superanas. Yes. So, the, the, the super frogs. And that's how that translates. And they tried to do the killer bees with the mask thing. <laughs> did they have the bodysuits on at least? No. No. But they <laughs> at the end of the match, they went under the ring and they slipped the masks on. So that uh, Harwood was the, the legal man, yeah. but uh, Wilder was the one who got pinned. Yes. The referee called it one, two, three, yeah. but you know they're going to fucking dispute it yes. because the wrong man got pinned, and right. and uh, Pentagon ripped the mask off of him after the pin. Right there. So, uh, so yeah. they, they will go on, they'll go on TV. We're going to get another match yes, at least. Yes, you are. You're so. Gonna- yeah, uh, fuck, fine. Give me, keep giving me that. Yes, that. that I don't know, how, but it Har- d- it defies logic. Harwood looks beat up though. Some he of, had yeah. one whole shoulder just covered in that black tape. Yeah, and he's he's half Austin now. He's got a, one of the big braces on his yeah. uh, right knee. <laughs> Some of these guys are just they 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 ride it rough, and they just like. <sighs> Dude, you know you're you're getting older. But I've been a fan of FTR since Revival. Yeah. Like I, I the Revival was the sta- one of the standout things that got me hooked on NXT. That DIY, DIY match, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Even though yeah, a bunch of those apron bumps that That's why yeah. that dude's shoulder is covered in KT tape. Yeah. So, yeah, but uh but yeah, it was still it was it was great stuff. That's the hardest so, part of the ring, did you know? That? I, I I'm aware. Yeah. I, I've heard that a few times. Yep. Now. Once or twice, I get fucking text messages <laughs> from you. <laughs> oh my god! It's <laughs> the hardest part of the ring. I know. <laughs> I've been there. Hey, it it, it, it works. <laughs> it's funny. Um, 
So, I, yeah, we, I I missed a part of the story with uh, Best Friends and Chaos because we went off on that tangent. Yep. So, uh, Orange Cassidy particularly is in a feud with Matt Hardy. Yes. They had a lumberjack match on Rampage. <laughs> okay. Um, at the end of that, like there were shenanigans and Hardy took, you know, blah, 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 right? Smoke and mirrors. So yeah. then they were, they wanted to set up the match of Orange Cassidy and a partner of his, his choosing oh, versus no. Matt Hardy and somebody. Yep. And Orange Cassidy says, yeah, so I, I guess we joined this group called Chaos. <laughs> um, so I asked Jeeves who's in that. And, uh, yeah, I think I'll bring my dog. Good timing. <laughs> nice on cue there. <laughs> Hold on. So, Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, so, as soon as he said that, I'm like, ooh. One dog in chaos. <laughs> and then, um, so no, that was the buy-in when they made that announcement. Yeah. That was at the buy-in. Um, during... <laughs> the full gear pay-per-view they announced that that it was going to be tomohiro ishii awesome. and you know whether you, I, you're i know you're not high on cassidy i get that but i don't think cassidy's going to be doing a whole lot of work in that match no he should just stand on the apron and just go he, like, he might get he might just get randomly bit yeah just <laughs> go just go you are way better than everybody else this in this is, match just this go. is this is is this Ishii's biggest like North American appearance, like possibility? Potentially, yes. Outside like, of New Japan's pay-per-views they've had in LA or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. This will probably be one of the biggest most ex- consistent audiences. Bigger exposure for sure, because yeah. the TV audience is definitely a wider than what you get on those pay-per-views. Yes, 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 yeah. So yeah, this is that that's got me excited. I'm I'm excited to see Ishii in that ring. It'll be fun just to see him be Ishii <laughs> in 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 North America in a, in a AEW ring. So just just let him go. Will, and can he? Will he change his style? No. 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 Okay. Good. No. <laughs> good. Because I don't want that. I'm afraid of that. No. Um, that's one thing that I I stumbled on a few times. Um, and this was. You know, before the world stopped turning, um, but I started seeing like Naito at some rinky dink promotion in Ohio. Yep, <laughs> you know, um, yep. and stuff and stuff like that. I'm like, that's amazing. Yep, they do those tours. They'll they'll if when when New Japan goes into like some of their off season modes that they they do every once in a while, you'll see these guys pick up like they'll go on tour and they'll pick up everything that they can get their hands on a promoter is like i hear you're coming to north america are you coming to ohio anytime soon and somebody goes that'll be ten thousand dollars please and naito and like a bunch of those guys do a lot of tours to england working in a lot of those uh the english promotions i you know i that's Zack saber jr i know can those guys up. yeah and i that's uh when i talk about you know when we did our lottery list thing yeah i talk about world travel i want to go to wrestling hotspots yeah i want to you got japan of course yeah. you know wrestle kingdom you know got to do it um and then the uh I, but yeah i'd like to go to the uk i'd love mm-hmm. to see that stuff up close uk has got a good scene germany has got a uh, that's where yeah i was to gonna ask you what scene. other ones because i not a lot of other ones that i've heard about no 
Um, yeah. So you go to you go to Japan. You can you could probably go to Corken Hall, the the famous Corken Hall, mm-hmm. and just watch wrestling for like two weeks straight from because promotions run that place constantly. Hmm. So you can see everything from Joshi women's wrestling to like a garbage promotion to everything, everything. Hmm. So you could just like, is it just a wrestling hall or is it, do they do anything else in there? They do like, um, it is an event hall, but it is more known, known for all the, prof- uh, professional wrestling that goes on in there. <laughs> so I've seen, um, Muay Thai kickboxing matches. Would you say Kurikin is essentially the Madison Square Garden? No. No? No. Is that Tokyo Dome? That would be the Sumo Hall. Sumo Hall? Yes. Okay. How often do they do they even get to in there? Every once in a while, the Sumo Hall will let them come in. And do they do a big thing for that? a big show for okay. that. Okay. Okay. And like I, said, I don't think I've ever seen that. Mm, the, there's... They do a show every, I think New Japan does a show every year, at least one show there. Okay. Uh, Ibushi got banned from wrestling in, they wouldn't allow, allow him in the building. Why? Because he did a moonsault off one of the balconies. Oh, fuck. And the building went, you do realize this is the sumo hall. Fuck you. Pack your shit, get out. Okay. And even like everybody else was going like, but, 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 they're going like, not ever happening again. Huh. So I, I do believe that ban has finally been lifted. Okay. So, yeah. But Abushi's out right now, isn't he? I believe so. I think he's yeah. injured again. Yep. Well, his style. I know. So, <clears throat> Osprey. And the fact that he's just doing it just because. Yeah, well, Sabu did the same thing, and actually Sabu is, you know, like, I think I'm done with the in-ring stuff. So <laughs> I said Sabu, Sabu uh, announced that he's like, ah, I'm having a rough time, that kind of thing. I was like, well, really? I wonder why. Rob Van Dam just, uh, it came out that he's having cognitive issues he can't remember spots because of all the concussions he suffered so it's not easy on on the we're old now gonna body. see the downside of right. ECW right so well the ECW's already had a bunch of guys die yeah, out of, out oh, of yeah. It. so you're 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 catching like some of the guys that wrestled a relatively safe style. It's now catching up to him. So you're 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 looking at years of abuse that these guys have yep. heaped on themselves. It, it, you're, it's it it's the bill has come due on a bunch of guys, and they're not how I and I've probably asked you this before, but I I don't remember the answer. How accurate, like in a just on a general percentage wise, is the movie The Wrestler? For what reason? Like the lifestyle? Yeah. Like, was that a, would you say that's a, you know, slight, yeah, I'll admit slightly embellished uh, or example of like what a real, like, you know, one time indie star could have been? I would say it is a fairly accurate 
description of an 80s, 90 wrestler. Okay. Like, it's... It, 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 it always felt that way. It felt very genuine to me. Yeah, there's a lot of guys claim that, like, this movie's about me. Yeah. And everybody's going, of course it's about you. Everything's about <laughs> you. But <clears throat> there was... I know it's not the same, but for some reason, and maybe it's just the look, but I, for some reason, I always... The wrestler, I get the name Magnum TA, and I... But I know that's not the same story at all. No, no, no. Um, uh, probably because Rourke kind of looked like Magnum, but that probably yeah, that probably is it. Yeah, maybe. But but that but Magnum PA story is entirely different. So. Yeah, yeah. He he. Well, he ran into a foam pole on his motorcycle. Yeah, so I think I only I honestly think I might have seen one Magnum TA match. Magnum was fucking over like God and Church. I remember that. So But I think I might have just became aware of NWA is what I was seeing yeah. at the time. Yeah. Um Stop dropping shit. <laughs> I remember seeing I remember seeing the whole Dusty Rhodes Midnight Rider, yeah, yeah. and that night that he they jumped him and they ripped the hood off and yep. all the other faces were covering him and all that. Yep. I remember seeing that. That's ah, fantastic stuff. Like, I I can't, yeah, I remember that distinctly. Yep. No, it to me, um, NWA Mid South was light years above. Light years better than old WWF. I was not a Hulkamaniac. Um, I, I I'll admit I was, but it was very rare that I got to see anything else. Yeah, you know, TS, well, we've talked about it before. TSN at the time had a uh, a wrestling highlight show. Yes, uh, starring Ed Whalen, the voice of the Calgary Flames, yeah. uh, yep. where they would show like a match from Britain. Yep, and. Uh, uh, maybe a match from Japan, and I think they'd pick like one lower match from the WWF. Yeah. Well, Ed Whalen did a lot of work for uh, Stampede Wrestling, mm -hmm. so yeah, I know that was his connection with TSN because he was the commentator for Stampede Wrestling. Right. So that's why you're going to get like a Japan match back in the day because Stampede had connections with New Japan, All Japan, like those those companies. So just, we never, we, I, I don't recall seeing a whole lot of like WCW, early WCW, NWA stuff. You kind of had to look for it. Yeah. yeah like, um, I don't remember seeing it on that show with Ed Wayne. No, no, no. Um, you, it was, you had to find the syndicated uh, NWA show. And for some reason, there was a channel out of Detroit that would show it, but not on a regular basis that I could see. The one that I saw. It was it was regular. It was the reg the regular syndicated show. I remember and it was, not it was finding weekly, and it was just like, oh, this is the best wrestling I've ever. I seen. would have watched more, but yeah. I could never. I couldn't get it consistently. Yep. I for remember some reason. watching the Road Warriors, Animal and Hawk, in a bench press competition against the Powers of Pain. I remember hearing about that Barbarian and Warlord. This is when I think it was somebody was hurt. Hawk was hurt. And they had to keep them on TV. Okay. So they did. <clears throat> they did this bench press angle, and like they had four oh five legit on the bar, 
animals repping out 405 pounds. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God. And then he gets up and I think it was Warlord grabs an animal and bounces his face off the, the plates. Oh. And that I think that was uh animal had to go out for something. They didn't come back wearing a hockey mask. Ah, uh, yes. And I was like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. Yes, I do remember the mask days. Yeah. So yeah. just watching animal rep out 405, and I'm just like, oh, my God. I, I remember I, I, I remember somehow seeing the Skywalker match. That was nuts. <laughs> Road Warriors versus the Midnight <laughs> Express. And you had both uh, the express guys like crawling on the top of the ladder. Were, you had animal crawling on top of the ladder and you had Hawk walking like there ain't nobody's business. Like he's just the doop a doop a doo Because he was so high. That's what I, I Yeah. Hearing the stories later. Yeah. It's a like cocaine is a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they said, who got the worst out of that match? James E. Cornett. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Because yes. legit. The Midnight Express. There was uh, Bobby Eaton and uh, Stan Lane. Stan Lane were legit terrified to be up there. Mm-hmm. And Cornette goes, I, like a good manager does, a good heel manager does, takes the shit so to protect his team. <laughs> so he goes up there and he does this shit and fucking breaks both his legs when he falls off the scaffold. He's he's hanging underneath the scaffold. Animal, animals hanging there underneath him, kicking him, swinging, and kicking Jim Cornette. So he finally connects Cornette. Cornette is looking down. He thinks, okay, it's it's not that big of a drop. I can probably just take this, take this, and like do a bump, and I'll be fine. He lands straight down. Wham. Uh, both feet hit the the canvas at the same time, shattering both his legs. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, don't do ladder. Uh, don't do scaffold matches. No kids. wonder he's so angry. Like he's not angry at that. He's angry at the the how everybody has turned their back on what made wrestling wrestling. Yes. So there is something to be said like there there are is some glimmers of hope out there it'll you're never going to get no. back on that same path no the the problem is the genie got let out of the bottle with yeah. the information age yes that genie is never going back in the bottle no and you have to deal with how how things are right now mm-hmm. and for better or worse it is the way it is. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not going to change. Like us, us old farts are going to like. It was better back in the day. Yeah, it was. But you, you can't. You can't get stop over the it. Signal. Take take it for what it is now. If it's your cup of tea, great. If it's not, right, it's right. whatever. You don't have to like it. No. You know, that's, there, there's that's a it lot. Is. There's a lot of people that just could not make the transition to. Um, um, the kayfabe style to the the wide the wide openness of the way the business is now. I'm 
I'm not going to, I am not hardcore in, okay? Uh, they've got my attention with this current stuff and all that. Um, it just, it's by coincidence, Crystal has started having Tina or Antonia over on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the bedroom watching TV, Dynamite's on. Yep. So I've watched the last couple of Dynamites and, you know, it it works. It's working on me. Yeah. But I'm not. Like uh, yeah, I really wanted to watch Full Gear because like, they got me this time. But with what, where, where are they going to go next? I don't know. Uh, Basically, what this that paper Full Gear did wipe the slate. You have a whole new crop starting the new program of yeah of new storylines because Daniel or fuck Brian Danielson yep. is now the number one contender. Yes. So, so we go right into that. Yeah, he's got to go right into that. You've got a bunch of guys potentially coming in that will upset the apple cart. Yep. And you have you have all these new storylines. The roster doesn't look anything unlike it did at, at 2019. No. It's completely different. Yes. Are they starting to get bloated? Depends on if they can run more shows. Well, so, they seem to keep adding shows every few months. Because they have the roster. They've got two different YouTube shows. Mm-hmm. Or is Rampage YouTube? I'm going to say yes. I, wherever Rampage is. Yeah. And Dynamite. Plus, they'll throw the extra random online stuff as well. Uh, was it Dark Elevation? Well, they got Dark and Dark Elevation. Yeah. Those are the two YouTube ones. Okay. But they throw extra ones in. Like, they had an extra buy-in thing at one point. Yeah. You know? Like, it's just... And then, you've, you know, then they do the pay-per-views. Realistically, YouTube, they, they can do, like, BCD shows and just throw them out on YouTube. That way they keep everybody working. Yep. Um, that actually was a shot, I think, from the guys from The Acclaimed. One of the guys comes out rapping, and he's, like, doing diss track. Yeah. You know, or rap battling, whatever you want to call it. And uh, he, uh, he he said something like, you're, you're, you're barely a dark elevation guy or something like that. <laughs> like, I think it was there. Somebody at some point had threw that out there as a, as a shot. Yeah. Like, you're barely an elevation guy. Yeah. So well, it really all depends on uh, TBS TNT if they want to free up more, yep. more, uh, more space in their schedule for professional wrestling. Well, if they don't, you're going to see more YouTube channels. Yeah, and you're also going to see AEW start a streaming service, and you oh. might see streaming exclusive. That's already been talked about right right so you could do if they nwa is doing it right now the center stage theater that kind of thing yeah but you could also see the possibility of aew opening up a like a a center stage Mm -hmm. type environment it's a possibility i don't know if it's like the the like nxt had full sale yeah 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 and then you can have, uh, make that part of your developmental, pro- your program. Right. But actually include it in the, in, in the thing. Mm-hmm. Because you got guys coming in that have, like, for 
WWE does one thing really well, teaches those guys how to wrestle in front of a big crowd and on TV. Mm-hmm. So you got a lot of guys that don't have that experience yeah. coming in, coming in. Yes. You also have guys that have boatloads of that experience coming in as well. Yes. So you saddle those young kids with these old, old guys, and let them learn. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they develop. So it's hard to say. And then maybe they become like some sort of telepathic ninja for camera placement, like Britt Baker. That's amazing. You know where that camera is at so all. So time. many times she will hit something and then strike a tiny little pose. Yep. And like, like there's no, not even a glance. She just knows where the camera is. Yep. Boom. Yep. Just, <laughs> you just know. You just have that, that ring generalship of where are those cameras and what might they be looking at? So. Yeah. That's cool. You know what's also cool? Yep. Hey, Mike. Hey, Jason. Did you know that this podcast can be found on all the social medias? Social medias? Yes, like email, uh, the number three, N-O-E-S-P-O-D, at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter. Twitter. At the number three, N-O-E-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Very nice. And you can also find this podcast on just about every podcast platform out there, including Spotify, Google Play Store, and uh, Apple uh, Podcasts. And Anchor FM, and and I think we're on Carrier Pigeon. Oh, absolutely. And don't forget the Facebook page, The Three Knows Podcast. That's right. Follow us there. See ya. (laughs) Oh, what's going on? What do you got? Okay. Uh, uh, No, just uh, Crystal messaged me. She's her her party is done. Oh, so uh, not done yet. Already? Uh, yeah, apparently. Not uh, that much of a party. Uh, well, th- th- it was at the store. Oh, how much of a party can it be at? And, least? you know, it was basically, here's a meal, here's a little something, something. Get the fuck out. Yep. Nah, no, yep. I got so. you. All right. Anyway, so that means whenever we're done, then they just send up the bat signal. Well, there you, you go. go. Um, so, so. Uh, back to AEW. Uh, what else was there? What am I missing? I'm missing a match. Miro Danielson. Miro Danielson. Danielson just likes strong style. Yeah. And yeah. holy fuck, they beat the piss out of each other. That's, you know, I would much rather take a slobber knocker over an, uh, an acrobatic. Uh, Absolutely. So. Absolutely. But it gets to a point where it starts to feel uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, don't hit him again. No, don't hit him again. <laughs> You know, no, you're you're doing it wrong. You're supposed to like <laughs> hit him again, hit him again. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it was just it, it was brutal, um, but it, but a really well done match. Yep. What I really found interesting, without saying the location, they did acknowledge that they had wrestled twice prior. Okay, and Miro won both times. So Daniel got his comeuppance. Yes. Brian, fuck. I know. I struggle with that too. Right. I still struggle with it too. Um, but you know, uh, it's okay. It's, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out where these two guys possibly could have wrestled before. I know. I so, know. But it's the fact that they did do that little wink, wink. Yeah. You know, and it, they made it a part of promos. You know, even you but know. So that's the thing with like AEW recognizes history. It doesn't insult the fans' intelligence because everybody knows the history. 
Whereas the WWE is concerned, if it happened outside of WWE, didn't happen at all. Yeah. So that's all, all you got to do is look at how good Shinsuke Nakamura's career has been since he showed up. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, but Nakamura obviously wants the paycheck and wind it down. Well, he likes the ocean. Okay. That's what he said. Okay. He goes, he likes living by the ocean. So he's just, yeah, he, he, he's essentially done. Like his career. He could theoretically jump over to AEW. You think so? You think he's still got it? You think he's still got it in there? Yeah. It's not like he's been working hard where he's at. I know. Yeah. Not lately. Anyways, from what I hear, I can't even remember the last time I heard his name mentioned. Right. So. Yeah. And that made me, that made, that makes me angry. That makes me so angry. But that's. I know that's what, what I get it. Like, where did he go? Where did he come from? Like he, he made his career outside. I know. I get it. I, I, I understand. I just don't understand because it, because Vince says, if it happens outside of my, home, I know it's the fact that we're, we're seeing this now, especially, you know, Danielson is reaching a new audience yeah. because we're seeing ring of honor. Danielson, we're right. seeing we're seeing the Danielson, not Daniel Bryan. Right. Daniel Bryan was good. Danielson is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because the, the restrictions are off. Exactly. So. And, and you can just see the joy in his face, how much fun he's having. But sometimes, like, the res- no restrictions is dangerous to cruise. I get that. I get that he may be pushing himself a little too far, too fast. Yeah. Well, he even said that. So. And I think, I think, boom, he won the tournament. Pump the brakes a little bit. Slow down the pace to build up the promo to the to the, the match. Yeah. Well, you know, he came in. He came in like a rocket, and now whoa, let's now let's hit the groove. I don't see that happening. Came out of warp speed and dropped down to impulse. Mm, I appreciate your geek analogy, but I just don't see warp two, warp one. Maybe. Yeah, he's not. He's he's going hard, and okay. he he acknowledges that. He goes, eh, man, I go too hard. Maybe I I should back off a little bit. I said, yeah. Well, I, because he's had. He had that amazing match with Suzuki. Yeah. And now that match with Miro had to take something out of him. So right. I think now you, you just pump the brakes a little bit. Just just a little bit. Slow it down. And now you build that, that chase the chase program with uh page. You know, you don't have to dive right into the match. What are you looking for? My water bottle. Your water bottle? I don't know. Found it. <laughs> the gremlins. <laughs> so yeah, now, now you know it's time to just pump those brakes a little, just a little bit, just a little bit. We, we've we've seen a lot out of them, unless of course you know Ishi decides to look in his direction and. <laughs> Jesus, what what a goddamn car wreck that'd be! <laughs> you mean it's gonna be because it's gonna happen. I think it would have. I would love, I would love to oh. see Dan- Danielson versus Okada. Oh, fuck yes. So. Take my money now. Yeah, I, I, 
I don't know how or what Okada is, his plans are. Um, we did not get any surprise appearance last night, which I was a little surprised by. But when you look back at the show, it there really wasn't the right moment. No, no, you got you got the announcement of Ishi, which is as far as like wrestling fans are concerned, the the ones in the know they're like, oh, you know, Suzuki was huge. Suzuki yeah. was huge. Ishi, that's big. That's, that's a big. that's a different level right there. And if they do, if they do bring in Okada, that's just like wow. Yeah. But you look at um, Okada wrestled uh, the guy that played Buddy Murphy. Yes. At the New Japan. I yeah, I heard show. about that. How was it? How's the, how's the response? I uh, haven't heard anything. I didn't. I was avoiding staying away from spoilers and everything, so I haven't looked at it any uh, of it today. The the only thing that I the only thing that I did see was like uh, Okada was shook Buddy Murphy's hand after okay. the match. So of course Okada beat Buddy Murphy. Yeah, but I think Murphy uh, earned a little respect. Okay. Off of his performance. He's so. another one that apparently might have been getting slept on. Yeah, possibly. There's, I'm, I, I feel that little bit of buzz about his name. So, yeah. The artist formerly known as Buddy Murphy. Yes. So whatever he's going by now. But there, there's a possibility you can see him do more stuff in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> there's there's a funny story coming off of uh that the New Japan show in in California. Uh Okada uh Shingo uh Takagi Shingo is the New Japan champion right, right. now. Okada busted out the was walking around with his old title belt. Okada uh, uh, Shingo got has a new belt. Okay. Well, at this show, Will Ospreay shows up. Oh, shit. With the belt that he had. <laughs> oh, shit. So they're going, Okada and Osprey are going back and forth, arguing, like, I've got the real belt. I've got the real belt. Shingo gets on Twitter, goes, listen, you fucking knuckleheads. Only one person can complain, can claim who has the real belt, and it's me, not you two. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> so Osprey is still making some noise about doing something with somebody, <laughs> but that trigger hasn't been pulled yet. So why it, is he not? I have no idea. I really don't know. Is it a COVID thing? Uh, he's in California. Yeah. I, so this seems weird. Did the fact that he's not doing a whole lot. Is is a, a weird situation, but his faction but, is still going. Yeah. Like they're putting a lot behind Jeff Cobb right now. Yeah. So I, it, I don't know what it might be a contract thing, I mean, oh, or yeah. who, I am not one hundred percent sure why Will Osprey is. It just like, seems weird. He's just playing Phantom of the Opera, just hanging up in the in the stands and cutting promos on guys. So who knows? Maybe he's hurt. Speaking of Phantom of the Opera and hiding in the rafters, look at MJF Darby Allen. Yes. Darby Allen accompanied to the ring by Sting. Sting. Um, It was, 
It was the opener, first of all. Yeah. And it was a hard fought battle. Well, it's a hot match. You, you want you want to start the show off with a hot match. It was a hot match, definitely. It was like it was it, it was brutal. I saw there the was, finish. So that yeah, the, that finish, classic heel finish. Yep. But you know they built that right, the, just the right temperature, tension, and everything. And well, he hit him with the skateboard and all that. And you, I knew he was going to pull the ring. Come on, yeah. I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. Um, and then he pinned him with the headlock takeover, like just like he said. He called it. Yep. yep. Yeah, it was exactly what it needs to be, and you know that feud ain't over. Oh no, that's that's a money feud for a that, while. That's a money feud that's going to end in some stupid ass extreme stipulation right, type match, right, right? And then I still see I, I, MJF oh, beating him in that stupid yes, stipulation. But match. they are really pushing this whole pillars gimmick, this yes. pillars idea. Now they have a T shirt. And everything for it. I saw a bunch of T-shirts. I did weren't aware existed when I was looking for that Jim Ross one. <laughs> um, so because they have a Budge T-shirt, they have the, the with the kiss and yep. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that MGF Allen match. It was it was good. I got a drinking problem. <laughs> okay, Mister Striker. Oh, Striker, 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 Striker. <laughs> Hope you don't have to fly the plane. <laughs> Picked the wrong day to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. I'm going to say it. First time I'm saying it tonight. What? Airplane has been pinging my radar. Oh, big my goodness. Time there it this, is. Like ding, lately. ding, 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 ding. Big time. Yeah. So I. Kind of pinging it. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Just wait. There you go. Ah, damn. <laughs> Is it going to stop? Eventually. Make it stop. There you go. <laughs> there are four dings. Okay. <laughs> four pings. Uh, four pings. Um, yeah. So I think I'm going to have to go there. Um, dude, that's, we went and saw a movie. Yes, we did. And we went to go eat like fucking barbarians. It was awesome. Yeah, Mandarin. Fuck. I, I I feel bad. I don't. I don't think I ate my money's worth. But I don't care. I was so fucking full. I I did. I I, I kind of noticed. I, I was a little. I was a little in awe. <laughs> sorry, man. No, I, no, nothing to be sorry about. Uh, hey, <laughs> somebody definitely got their money's worth. Yep. Hey, everybody bought me. Oh. But I'm not complaining at all because I'm finding that with this fasting thing, mm -hmm. I'm finding uh, it's changing my eating my body. habits. My my eating habits somewhat. I can't. I'm not eating nearly the, the portion sizes, mm -hmm. um, or I'm getting full a lot faster. Mm-hmm. But also, if I eat certain types of things, yes, even not just after the fasting, in my between time, yep, it's hitting me differently. It's yep. hitting me harder. Yep. So it's it's it, I, I'm learning on almost a daily basis. Oh, can't do that. Oh, can't do that. But I'm yep. still going. Yeah, you're. You said you're. You're you're learning the lessons that you should have learned. <laughs> yes, I am. 20 years ago that we all should have learned mm -hmm. that far back but, about uh, nutrition and but i'm learning and yeah steps are steps are being made yep. you know i was 
down seven pounds for the first week. Nice. Good job. And so I'll be doing it again tomorrow. Two a week. I start six o'clock Monday and go to six o'clock Tuesday. Beautiful. And then Thursday to Friday. Yeah. I pushed it to seven thirty to offset when I knew we were about gonna be eating supper. (laughs) I I shuffled my hours to to match. (laughs) I still (laughs) I had to laugh and I told Mags about this. I said, we, uh, I was telling them about your fasting. And I said, you, you talking about having like, Oh, nope. Gotta like seven thirty. That's, that's the window. I said, do you want me to drive around the block? Kind of thing. No, no, we'll just go. And I had to, I laughed <laughs> so hard when I come back with my first trip and you're sitting at the table still. And I go, why? What, what What are you doing? I'm, oh, I'm just waiting. And you look at your watch and you go, oh, okay, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> to the minute, man. To the minute. To I, the minute. That right there is some world-class dedication. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's actually been easier than I thought yeah. on those days. You know, I'll have my moments, those, those few little moments, but been able to get through them pretty good. Even. Not every day, but even with a little bit of smoke, the munchies starts kicking in a bit, but not as hard as I expected. Yeah. So, you know. You're learning. I You're am learning. learning. So even though I've hit that milestone with my my weed smoking, I am starting to also start to pull in some restraint. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have acknowledged already that I am being getting a little too far, getting a little carried away with it. Yeah. Um, my intake has definitely increased considerably, mm-hmm. um, as we've seen with the one full cannon, a three quarters of a cannon, whatever yep. today. Like, yeah, it's starting to get into the concern territory. Oh, there you so go. starting to just pull it back a little bit. Um, I'm going to be doing another batch of the caramels. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's on somebody's Christmas list. Easy. Can't be saying that kind of stuff. Uh, it's, they're candies, crystals, caramels. What? These caramels are like legendary. Dude. You, you are you not are well aware. You are not subtle at all about what you're. Crystals, impl- caramels. No, that's not what you're implying. Doesn't that's no, no, no. Does my wife not make the most amazing caramels? They're all right. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> I think I think when I brought a bag over to you, I almost lost an arm handing the bag to you. You're that surprised? <laughs> That's how damn good they are. What you get for handing me candy? <laughs> Anyways, um, there was one other match that I hadn't talked about. Oh, uh, Super Click versus. Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Christian Cage. Yes. Mm, it was a... Str- oh, there's another match after that, too. <laughs> fucking, Just out of order. You spread this yeah. fucking review out all yeah, through yeah, this. Yeah, so. yeah, well. <laughs> um, it, was a, it was a false can anywhere match. Oh. So, of course, shenanigans everywhere, yeah. trash cans and chairs and all that stuff. That's how you accentuate strengths and hide weaknesses. Yes. So that's all going on. At one point, uh, the Bucks, because, you know, they get thumbtacks involved. Yeah. That's their new thing now. Yes. Thumbtacks on the bottom of a shoe for yeah. a super kick and stuff well, like that. Well, that's not a new thing. They did that 
all through uh, PG, PWG. PWG. Okay, so, yeah, and he brought it back on BTE for their big like 200th episode yeah. match between him and Matt. You know, yeah. Um, I saw that. <laughs> um, well, they brought out... First of all, they had just had a bag of thumbtacks and did something that I thought was just... No. Um, dumped a bunch of thumbtacks in Jungle Boy's mouth. And then Cole uh, had him in the... Uh, the camel clutch, yep. and first they did the kiss, of yep. course, and then they drop kicked him in the face with yeah, thumbtacks. They did there, that before. Yeah, no, I, I, you're losing me. You're losing me. I don't like that shit. Garbage wrestling. And then they pulled a um, thumbtacked knee pads. Oh, and okay. uh, gave him gave Luchasaurus the BTE trigger or super click trigger, all three of them at once. Okay, you know that wasn't the finish. They teased uh, Christian Christian Cage was going to give Adam Cole a concerto in the ring. Yes. And then there was Jungle Boy, and Jungle Boy had the chair, but will he do it? Jungle Boy's too innocent for that. He can't do that. He can't. <laughs> Luke he Perry's can't, kid. He's he not can't innocent. kill a man. And, oh, my God, JR needs to, like, JR cannot call Jungle Boy anything but Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Yeah. Or Jungle Boy Jack. Yeah. Hey, that's. His name is supposed to be Just Jungle Boy, but Jr. is the only one he always calls him. He d- does not call him Just Jungle Boy. He called him Jumpin' Jack Perry the first time he was on on calling commentary. I remember that, and everyone's going like, "What the fuck is this old man talking about?" So, and then, but then was right after Luke Perry passed away, they had you know Jungle Boy wrestled like the day later. Yeah, and yeah, ever since then, because Jr. called it out, and it's. Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Hey, JR, shut the fuck up. Uh, you won't be seeing JR for too much more anyways. He has to be on his way. No, he's got skin cancer. Oh, so shit. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. He was he was saying that his treatments are coming up and they're going to be extensive, uh, and that's well, going to take him off TV. That's not a nice way to see him go, but no. honestly, he's, it's getting kind of, kind of rough. Yeah. It's getting pretty rough out yeah. there. Well, listen, sometimes you just... I still want that shirt, and I threw out the hint, and I kept telling Crystal even multiple times, if she ordered by 1 o'clock today, she'd get a 20% discount. Oh. <laughs> With the promo code, you know, blah, blah, blah. There you go. Um, you just, yeah, you know what you do? That. Like, just order it. Just order it. No, no, yeah. no. I'll order it later, because it'll be there. It ain't going to um, Discount. Get it cheaper. The, the, they do but promo if you don't, codes. If you don't order it now, you're not going to get it for Christmas. <laughs> oh, well. You're not going to get it. If I don't get that, maybe I'll get the trash. I doubt it. Um, so the finish uh, came later. All the shenanigans, of course, they were up on the top of the ramp. Yeah. Um, bumps galore. Stupid shit, stupid shit, stupid shit. Matt Jackson is down on the ground. There's a chair under his head. There is a chair in the hand of Christian Cage. Jungle Boy Jack Perry comes up and asks Christian for the chair and reels back and concertos Matt Jackson without any real hesitation at all. Oh, so he did murder. Yes. <laughs> okay. Good boy. And got the th- one, two, three. Oh, well, at least we know he's capable of murder now. Yes. So that's good. Yes. Although, is it murder because Matt Jackson was there at the end of the show. So attempted murder, attempted murder. Yeah. yeah attempted murder. Um, and then the other match you didn't talk about was the America top team versus. Oh yeah. The inner circle. Yeah, that's kind of important. Um, 
It, uh, it was a it was a fight. It, yeah. You know, good mat, uh, some some good good fighting, good just Brawl. beefy guys throwing each other around and slugging each other. And Junior Dos Santos kind of being a little nutty. <laughs> um, Junior Dos Santos is one of those guys. He rem- okay, he's another guy that reminds me of Kearney, but like triple the size. Um, <laughs> he doesn't realize how strong he is, and he like should realize like you don't have to like go that hard with those guys and so. dan lambert was jumping around in this bright blue jumpsuit just like a moron and perfect then, perfect that's how you get you the know, hate the heel yeah he just kept slapping jericho at one point jericho's like barely standing and he'd slap him and then he's hooting or holler and then he'd go back and slap him again and well then on the fourth one jericho stood up yeah you know um that's how it's done yeah you know um baron von Raschke. Was wow. in front row, Minnesota's own because yep, they were in yep, Minnesota. Yep. The the master of the Iron Claw, yep. Baron von Raschke, was sitting front row, uh, right next to Jake Hager's wife. Okay, I think that's the connection. I think Hager knows Raschke somehow. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, Ethan Page got an Iron Claw uh-huh. from Baron von Raschke. Yeah, it was that was. Kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually surprised Baron Von Raschke's still alive. I was a little surprised too. Yeah. So, but yeah, that happened. Because uh, <laughs> he was, he seemed old back in AWA days. So, yep. Um, I'm expecting, thanks to the Forbidden Door uh, fiasco, whatever you want to call it. Um, no, you're right. Fiasco. Um, we may see an ass whooping. Uh, coming to uh, Santana and Ortiz. Oh, yeah, yeah. There is that potential. I, no, after, because of the face paint. Uh-oh. They were wearing face paint. They have been doing that. Have they? Yes. Oh, okay, because I was getting a big G.O.D. vibe, and I'm like, Tomatong is going to beat your ass, boy. <laughs> Actually, G.O.D. <laughs> has not worn face paint in a year or so. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. They've gotten away from it. Like, I know they weren't for a while, yeah. but I thought I'd seen that they were starting to do it again, so... No. Okay. Not, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Things. All but. right. Never mind. I take that back. Okay. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dan and Jer- Jericho took out Lambert, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, they got they got the win. Yay! Yay. We we'll probably won't see top team anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, there's you know that ain't over either. Ah, uh, nothing's over. It's not it over until we say it's over. Exactly. You it know it's also it's over? over? Game over, man. Game over. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Y'all come back now. Yeah. Trying to do the outro.